What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the nine to five as healthily and happily as possible. Bear with me. Guys, you're just going to have to bear with me today. My voice is... So I'm trying to get myself comfortable here if you're watching on YouTube. My voice is gone. It's shot. I did not even go out this weekend. So basically, last night I just caught up with an old friend, went to a bar like in my... It wasn't even a bar. It's like a place that you go... It's a tavern. Like people go to eat there with their families and then like older people hang out there at night. So we're like, oh, we'll just grab a drink and casually catch up since we haven't talked in like a few years. We get there. The live band is so goddamn loud. I, the room itself is, it's a pretty small room. It's not a big place. The size of the speakers were way too big for the how tiny the place is. And I just feel like their microphones didn't need to be on, on full volume. So basically, long story short, I'm screaming over this band the entire night trying to talk to my friend. I get home and I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be good. I'm, I'm starting to feel a little hoarse. I wake up this morning. This is actually a little bit better. I woke up this morning and didn't really talk to anyone because I didn't run into anyone until I got in the car, put on my music, went to go sing along to my songs and was like, oh, oh, nothing's coming out. So then I did a test, a few hello, hello. And it was so quiet. It was like, hello, hello. And I was like, okay. I need to seriously shut up for my entire lift or the podcast is not getting done at all today. So this is what we're working with now. I think that this is probably going to make it so much worse. But after I'm done recording this, I think I'm going to shut up for the rest of the day and maybe pour some honey down my throat. So bear with me. It's probably not going to be that long of an episode today because I lit- it hurts to talk right now. But I got back from Costa Rica on Saturday or on yes Friday night, technically Saturday morning. I'm recording this Sunday. I had a fantastic trip. I have not been away on a vacation with my brother in years. I think the last time me and my brother went on a vacation together was probably 2017. I think like we really haven't been away with each other for a long time. The place that we stayed at was so, so nice. So we stayed at the Westin in Guanacaste. If you are thinking of going to Costa Rica and you want a nice place to stay, definitely worth it. I did not foot the bill, so I can't give you the numbers. But from what I discussed with my mom, she was like, listen, with these types of things, you don't really want to go cheap and you don't want to get like a non-inclusive place because you're just going to end up spending more and you're in a different country. We were all very happy with the outcome. Instead, so when I stayed in the Dominican Republic a few years ago, it was like there was four separate buildings and they weren't super, super tall. Each building was about four floors, but there were like four buildings and that's how it was set up. So I was kind of expecting something similar or maybe like a tall hotel, like who knows, maybe three different hotels, something like that. It was actually a compilation of bungalows, which I thought was super cute and super cool. So every bungalow had its own patio and there were chairs and whatnot. You went inside and the bathroom was like probably the nicest hotel bathroom I've ever been in, in my life. Let me tell you something. I am a sucker for a rain shower head. That is, that is one of my life goals. 
when I get a house one day, when I own property and I have my own home, my shower head will be a rain shower head. There is nothing more relaxing. than that. And then I come home and it's like I go to my old shower head at home and it's fine. It does the job. But after being spoiled for a week, I'm like, oh, it's so hard. Ugh, whatever. Anyway, point is it was a really, really nice hotel. I am going to tell you guys right now, I have never stepped into a pool or ocean that easily in my life because of how warm it was. First of all, Costa Rica that is the hottest place I've ever been to. I have not traveled too, too much. So don't get it twisted. I'm not like a world traveler and I'm sure there's hotter, but being that close to the equator, oh my goodness. If this, if it was cloudy, like at first when I saw the weather, when we landed, I was like, oh, it says cloudy all week. Like this is going to suck. Oh no, no. Cloudy is what you want when you go to Costa Rica. Let me tell you that. Regardless, even if it's cloudy, as long as it's not raining, the sun is still strong. You're still going to get tan. It's still going to be warm out. When there's not a cloud in the sky, it is almost unbearable. The heat. I would step outside instantly drenched. So I guess the sun also heats the pool and obviously the ocean water that way too. So I would be dripping in sweat. I'd be like, I have to go in the pool. Normally when I go in a pool, even when you slip in, like jump in, you're like, ooh, like a little, little shiver at first. Or that was alarming. And then you get used to it. Your body warms up. No. No. Dude, I, when I tell you I just walked right in and just walked right underwater like it was natural, oh my God, I would take that any day. I kind of miss it right now. I'm getting a little reminiscent. Talking about it, the ocean was the exact same way. You could just walk right in. We did, one of the days we did jet ski tours and we got to go, me and my brother went cliff diving or cliff jumping. So warm, so warm. Also cliff jumping with a life jacket on is such an interesting feeling. I've never jumped off over a real cliff before. I've only done like the ones that they have at Mountain Creek Water Park or whatever. And when you jump from that high up, like you kind of shoot pretty far down. So that's what I was expecting to happen. I was like, oh my God, I wonder how deep this water is. I forgot I had a life jacket on from the jet skis. I jumped down and went right back up. It was a funky feeling. I was, I'm very happy that I did it. I'm very happy that I got it on camera. I was trying to force myself out of my comfort zone. Like I was like, dude, you've done this before. This is going to be so much fun. And it was, I would do it again. But for a second, when you're standing on the top about to jump, you're like, oh, oh, this is pretty tall, ooh. But it's like, hey, I'm up there. And they were real rocks. Like you, my brother scraped himself in a few places trying to climb up there and my shoe got stuck and it was a mess, but we got it done. On that same jet ski trip, which I've never driven a jet ski before. And by the way, (laughs) it wasn't that easy for a long time. I kind of struggled, but then I got the hang of it. But we stopped at this little private beach And our jet ski instructor or whatever, tour guide, took us through a cave. So funky. So funky. First of all, he bends down and starts getting into this crevice. And he's like, follow me, guys, on your hands and knees. And we're like, sir, it's pretty narrow. Like, what? And he's like, no, no, I'm going to show you a cave. You only have to get on your hands and knees for a little bit. It sounds really scary, but I promise you there's nothing in here. So I'm like, okay get on my hands and knees. I'm crawling in between these two walls. 
I thought I was going to be suffocated. Like I was like, I, I feel like I'm going to get claustrophobic, but really you only had to go on your hands and knees for like maybe like a yard or so. But the waves crashing down on top of us sounded like a monster was in the cave. It was such an interesting feeling, but it was so cool being inside the water swelling in and coming back out. So freaking cool. So we did that. We went hiking to Rio Celeste. So I got to see my first ever, I think, I think this is the first waterfall I've ever seen in real life. I think. So yeah, that was really, really cool. Apparently there's special minerals in the water and that's why it's so blue. So that's what we did on the first day. Swept my ass off, got some nice Costa Rican local food because we had to drive two and a half hours away from our resort to the rainforest. So our tour guide stopped and we got breakfast and lunch. Let me tell you, the Costa Ricans not only eat good, but they eat good for cheap. I think it has to do with the fact that there's so much farming there, that food is just cheaper. And since there's like all their clothes, cause they said clothes are really expensive. Probably all their clothes have to get imported. So that's why clothes are so expensive. But food was good. Their typical lunch is like, rice and beans, a salad, plantains, and either like chicken, beef, or fish. I was like, sounds good to me. Let it rip. And it tasted phenomenal. Oh my gosh. I also, since I was on vacation, I was like, all right, I'm going to drink water and hydrate, but you know what? Screw it. I'm going to get the iced tea. I'm going to get the lemonade and stuff. And I have no regrets on that. It was delicious, but we were super close to two volcanoes I forget their names, I'm going to be honest, but those are the first volcanoes I've ever seen in my life. Got a little bit nervous because I've heard a lot of things about volcanoes lately. And one of the ones there actually erupted five days ago. So I was like, what do you mean? And the tour guide was like, no, 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 it, it doesn't erupt big. Like little, look, I took a picture. And I was like, all right, broski, like, okay. But we ended up getting so close that if you shut up and you could listen, you could actually hear the mud on the ground boiling from how hot the ground was because of the lava, which, or the volcano, which I thought was pretty freaking cool. So we did that. We rode ATVs. We ziplined. Saw so much wildlife. Monkeys walk around like they're deer, or rather they're in trees, like birds, I should say. Like I was looking at the wildlife and stuff, and I'm like, God damn, our wildlife in New Jersey's ugly. I did have to look up this one creature though. I'm in the pool. You see this creature walking around. My mom's like, oh my God, it's a raccoon. And I'm like, I don't think that's a raccoon. Like why would raccoons be here? But I'm like, yeah, it's definitely not a raccoon, but who knows? It looked like a raccoon badger lemur mix. So I'm in the pool. I get out and that thing's still walking around. I take a video of it. It was eating berries off the ground. And then it went by the pool, like it was considering getting a drink. I don't know. And then I see it start walking over to me. And I'm like, mm, it's getting a little too close for comfort. It comes up right next to me now. I have this little tiny table, like a little pool table next to me with my pina colada on it. And I see him approaching and I'm like, oh God, like I hope he doesn't like jump on me or touch me. He puts his paws up on the table smacks my pina colada. I'm like, what? I pick it up. And then he's sitting there licking it up off the table. I'm like, oh my God. And the people around me are like, like making noises, like whatever, trying to get the thing to go away. Cause I didn't know what its name was. 
And I'm like, dude, what the hell? So it le- like its face was all swollen. It left sand where it was licking it up. I was like, all right, this pina colada is toast. Done. So I'm looking at it. It's trying to lick up what spilled through like the slats on the table on the ground. And then when it's done, greedy little bitch, hops, tries to hop back up on the table, can't get its grip, falls. Pina colada goes falling with it. I was like, all right, this is done. I throw it out. And my, my mom and my brother are gone. So I'm just standing here and I'm like, I don't know if this thing is like gentle. It doesn't seem like it's interested in me, but I'm also not going to be the one to tell it to go away. So some other man came up to me and, and shoot it away and that was gone. But I was like, what the hell was that? I looked it up. I'm going to have to look it up again. I literally Googled. Like, I was like, dad, or not dad. Sorry, I said that because I was on the phone with my dad trying to figure out what it was. But I was like, this definitely is not a raccoon. So I Google raccoon-like animal, Costa Rica. Codamundus. It's a white-faced Codamundus. I, listen, it wasn't out to hurt me, but that thing was like the seagulls at the beach. Oh my gosh. It was an ugly thing too. It was not cute. But yeah, I guess that was really it for my trip. I fell in love with plantains. I've always loved plantains. Don't get me wrong. Always love plantains. But I've eaten more plantains this week than I have in my entire life. And I forgot to get some at the grocery store when we like stocked up when we got home. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty upset about it. Plantains, highly underrated. I had my share of mojitos. I had steak. I had dessert every night. It felt amazing. And guess what? I came back and I look fine. Did I gain probably a few pounds? Probably. When I was there, but now I'm back in the grind. We're taking care of it. Back in deficit mode. It was a nice little diet break week for me. I had so much fun. I would highly recommend, highly recommend going to Costa Rica. And I'm trying to think if there was any other interesting stories this week, but honestly, not really. Because that was my whole entire, that was my whole entire week. I do want to save my highlights for when I get into the highlight section. I'll do my regular fitness and non-fitness related. So that's all I want to talk about. Oh, should I talk about Vanderpump? Oh, you know it's embarrassing? Okay, hold on. I almost missed this whole thing. I knew there was something that I was like, I wanted to bring this up. First of all, Vanderpump officially over. So now I can't talk about it. I hope they're filming season 11 like right now because this is normally when they film. I hope they are because I want to see how this unfolds next season. I'm behind on Housewives, so I got to keep watching the Housewives reunion. It was intense. Everything Raquel said, she got eaten alive. Um, But she deserved it. The one thing that I didn't like, and I understand the heart that comes from Ariana, especially when this is like your best friend, but I'm just not a proponent of telling anybody like you're worthless. Like nobody wants you here. Like you, like, I think she said like, you're not special. Like you're worthless. And I was like, okay, she deserves to feel God awful for what she did. And like, she doesn't deserve people to be nice to her. But when you start spewing words that could potentially like trigger someone's depression or make somebody want to end their life, that's when I draw the line. And I'm like, okay, that's not something that we should maybe be saying on national television. I don't want people to think it's okay to talk to people like that, even if 
you are Raquel and did what you did to Ariana. Um, I just, I, I, that's the part, the one part that I was like, all right, James, say what you want. Lala, say what you want. Call her the C word, call her the B word, call her whatever you want. But I don't like the whole you're worthless, your life doesn't mean anything thing because those words would hurt me. Those would, her words would take me to a dark place. And I just don't think that anybody deserves to be told something like you should go die. I'm just not a proponent of that. Um, Tom Sandoval, disgusting. He is sick. He needs to shut up. He needs to act his age. That's all I want to say about that. Raquel is even more, er, she's not more disgusting, but she really like to be able to do that to your best friend. And then stand in front of her face and be like, you guys should break up. Like Lisa said, that was the most despicable piece of television I've ever seen. So I was freaking out a little bit because um, before I realized that I could connect to VPN, I was like, oh my God, I can't watch the Vanderpump finale. And I want, wanted to before bed, but I wasn't in the country. So my dad calls me and he's like, oh, like telling me how to use the VPN. And he's like, by the way, I watched that show that you've been talking about? And I'm like, oh, what show? Like thinking like succession. He's like, Vanderpump. And I'm like, oh my God, dad, no. Like what? Like that's not for you. And he's like, what is this trash you're watching? I was like, oh my God, dad, stop. It's just reality TV. I put it on when I'm working. I know that it's trash, but I care about it. Don't watch it. And he's like, these girls are so mean. I could not sit there and watch it. For some reason, I was mortified. I think I was mortified because I know that it's such trash, like reality TV. And it's like, <laughs> it's a, really is like kind of garbage or whatever, but I like it and I care about it. And I was like, dad, stop, like, stop making fun of it. Like, I like, like, don't watch it. I don't need you to know about this. This is my thing. So that was that. Uh, that was what I wanted to say about Vanderpump, but we'll take a break because we're done with Vanderpump for a while. Um, my voice is absolutely killing me. So I'm going to shut up and we're going to move on into today's episode, starting with highlights. Okay, so it's kind of hard for me to think of a highlight from this trip. I'm going to say that my health and fitness related highlight was definitely going on the two mile hike to Rio Celeste. I've never done, at least that I can remember, I don't think I've ever done like a real hike before. And it was really, really cool. The waterfall was absolutely beautiful. I've never seen anything like that. The 257 steps up from the waterfall kicked my ass. Oh my God. If you think that like leg extension until failure is hard, try walking up 257 steps in humid, hot, disgusting weather. Oh my God. The burn that I felt was unlike anything. I'm telling you. Because at least with the leg extension, like you're seated. But this was a combination of, of what it feels like to be on a leg extension and also run a mile. I, I, like It was like the Stairmaster on steroids. Holy crap, I do know. I don't even want to relive it. My thighs are hurting thinking about it. Um, but it was a really nice challenge with a very rewarding view. So that was my non-health and fitness related highlight. And you know what my, or my health and fitness, sorry. My non-health and fitness related highlight was seeing a sloth, hands down. We went on this little mini, mini hike where basically it was through like a sanctuary and we were trying to look for all wildlife and we saw some slots pretty high up in the tree, but I was like, oh, I want to see one like up close. Slots only come down when they have to use 
the bathroom, if you know what I mean. And then they go back up. So we found a baby sloth who was like right at eye level, so close to us. He was obviously so slow, so they can't really defend themselves, but he was so sweet. They Three-toed sloths don't have the facial muscles to frown, so they're in a constant state of smiling, which just makes them even cuter. And he was such a precious, precious little baby. I got my picture next to him. I got my picture for him. Easiest animals to photograph because they can't move on you. They can't run away. You know, it's like you need to get a shot. You got a few seconds to get it because it's not moving anywhere fast. But that was definitely the non-health and fitness related highlight. The wildlife, like I said, was insane. We saw monkeys, toucans, snakes, tree frogs, uh, lizards or geckos, whatever iguanas, huge iguanas. Apparently iguanas climb trees. What do I know? The wildlife was insane, but the sloth, the sloth took number one on my list. And that's it. Those are my highlights, short and quick. As always, I encourage you guys to sit down and think of your two highlights for the week. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. I doubt you saw a sloth this week. If you did, let me know. Um, but, but I'm sure that I'm positive that two tiny little things have happened this week that you could be like, yeah, that was a good thing. I'm proud of that. Or I liked that that happened this week. So this subject, this topic today is something that people have been asking me to talk about for a while now. Um, I've shared bits and pieces on my story throughout the, the time of having my account, but I thought I would sit down and just address it. And it was something honestly quick or somewhat quick that I could get out before my throat collapses on me. But I wanted to talk about my opinions on competing and if I will ever compete or not, because that is a huge question I get. Will you ever compete? And then when I say, which this is a spoiler, I guess, but here we're just going to jump into it. When I say no, I get followed up with, oh, but your physique would be so good. You have so much potential. You have the right body type. You have nice shoulders, whatever. And I'm going to be honest. I don't really like those comments because I don't like being made to feel like I'm being put to waste. Like I don't like to feel like my body is, is not good enough as it is because I'm not trying to win a medal with it. I'm happy with the way I look. I am comfortable in my own skin. And that is what's important. Um, I want to preface like before I go into this by saying, Is any sport, like any competitive level sport, really that that healthy for you? I mean, think about it. Think about how many football players have concussions or torn muscles and and injuries. That guy last year on the Bills that literally died for a second on the field. When I played soccer, I got multiple concussions. I've known a million, not millions, but a dozen people that have torn ACLs and MCLs or gotten hit with the baseball. When I was in middle school, some kid that I went to middle school with actually got hit in the baseball, hit in the baseball, hit in the chest with a baseball and died for a second. He was resuscitated, but he actually his heart stopped beating. So any really competitive level sport isn't that that healthy with you or for you. Um, but I, and, and I would say the same for bodybuilding. And I think that that's a common misconception. If people are don't know much about the sport they just assume it's like a very healthy thing to do 
It's the people that are really serious about the sport that know it's not. I talk to my friend Marina about it all the time. I had her on my first episode. And she was like, listen, I know it's not healthy. It's like, it's not great for like what it does to my hormones and stuff. But like, hey, she's passionate about it. She likes to do it. Go for it. I'm not going to tell you don't play football because you might like get injured or it's going to put a lot of physical stress on your body and stuff if you really, really love it. The same way we have this relationship where she respects that it's not my thing and I respect that that's what she wants to do and that's what she's passionate about. So it's not my place to tell anybody, do not compete. But it's also not your place to tell me to, if that makes sense. It goes both ways. I started going to the gym because I was very depressed and I also just did not like myself. I had no self-confidence. I didn't like the way I looked. I hated my stomach. I hated my legs. My arms were so scrawny. And my journey in the gym has not only helped improve my mental health, but I've, I've learned to love myself and my body. And I feel like competing would take that away from me. I don't want to get up on a stage and try to win a medal for who looks the best in a bikini because your odds of getting the first place are like one in how many people are competing in your competition. And I don't need something to tell me, no, you don't look good enough. I'm happy with the way I look. I'm at a comfortable relationship with myself and that's it. You know what I mean? I don't want to get up there and think, oh man, I got fourth place or I got third place or even second place. I didn't win. Like what, like what does this mean? Like I'm not, I don't look good enough. I don't want to start having those self doubts, nor do I want to, let's say if I won by a long shot, I don't want to be dependent on something physical like a medal to tell me, Hey, you're good enough. You're the best. I just want to have that relationship with myself. So that's number one. I think a lot of people take me to be a little bit stronger mentally than I am. Um, I think I've made leaps and bounds with my mental health, but I know myself realistically better than anybody else. And I do not think it would be good for me. I do not think that seeing myself at my lowest possible body fat percentage would be good for me because that's all I would compare myself to going forward. (sighs) Bodybuilding is glorified a little bit. On Instagram, you see the pretty stuff. You see the show day makeup. You see the jewelry. You see the high heels. You see the sparkly bikinis. But you don't see everything else that comes with it. Or most of the time you don't. I don't want to sit at my lowest weight, starving, cold, hormones messed up, and then gain that weight back. Because when you're that low, it's not healthy. It's really, really not healthy for your body fat percentage to be that low. So naturally... When your competition's over, you're going to start to gain some weight back, like healthy weight. But for me, I would, body dysmorphia would take over. I'd be too critical of myself. I just know that that's not a place that I want to go to. So that's another reason why I'm, I'm out on competing. And honestly, it's just, I feel like I preach so much on my page, just living a healthy lifestyle, you know, and I make a conscious effort to have well-balanced meals of vegetables and protein. And I've been trying to be more careful and pay attention to what's on nutrition labels and making sure I get, like, I'm taking care of my cardiovascular health. Like I don't smoke, stuff like that. To put myself through a bikini competition would kind of be very hypocritical 
because they are so damaging to your body. Like I said, you don't see the ugly parts. If you, this is something you're going to get into, you really need to do your research. A lot of girls just see fit like bikini competitors on Instagram and they're like, oh my God, I want to look like her. I want to be that lean. I want to have those shoulders. I want to have those abs. You, They have no concept of what it actually takes to get there. It's borderline disorderly in my opinion. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not like a pro. I don't know everything about what goes into it, but... I don't want to be so skinny or so lean that I'm cold. I don't want to have my hormones messed up. Some girls lose their periods because their hormones are messed up from not eating. It's the same way that I tell you guys, like you need to eat. I will never encourage my clients to under eat. That's what you got to do for some points of points of bodybuilding. So that's another big point for me. It's just, I just don't view it as healthy. Um, in different ways than other sports. Like I grew up and I played soccer and I knew I risked physical injury and I did get injured a few times, but it wasn't guaranteed. It wasn't like every time I get into play a soccer game, I know I'm going to get a concussion. No, but every time I enter a competition, I know that I'm going to be dropping so low and messing up my hormones and under eating intentionally and all that stuff. So it's just not something that I personally want to get into. I'm happy with my body. I feel good. I feel healthy. And I want to stay that way. I don't want to compare myself to my best. I just want to to be happy as myself. And listen, there's things I'm working on. Do I want to be a little bit leaner? Yes. Do I want to gain more muscles in in places? Yes. But I want to do it in my own time under my own circumstances. And a lot of people end up joining or bodybuilding competitions and stuff as a way to lose weight or build muscle and stuff. And it's that's not what it's for. Bodybuilding is very extreme and you need to know that before you go into a competition. And I think the last part of it, like I said, I'm kind of keeping this short, but these are my reasons. I preach to you guys balance all the time. I love to go out with my friends. Part of balancing my healthy lifestyle and my emotional health is having a social life and going out with my friends. And if I see a really good drink on the menu, I want to have the drink. I want to be able to travel and eat out if my friends want to eat out. I want to be able to go for ice cream. I want to be able to have a dessert every once in a while. I don't want to be restricted because I feel like I would regret wasting years of my life. And again, that's up to me. Some people don't care too much for going out and stuff like that. But that's what my me and my friends like to do. I have a good time doing it. And I feel like my mental health would take a huge hit because of how my social life took a huge hit if I competed, if that makes sense. So again, I I always try and make it very clear when I talk about bodybuilding and stuff that it's not my place to tell you not to do it. If you're passionate about it and that's what you love to do, then you go for it. I'm never going to tell you to not do something that you love unless it's like drugs. Then I'm going to say that's a problem. (laughs) I'm kidding, but like I'm not. Um, but if that's what you want to do, if you're not experienced in it, I would highly suggest getting or doing thorough research before and making sure you know what you're getting yourself into. But personally, no, I will never compete. I, I, I just, I don't want to do it. I'm not, it's not worth it for me. I don't know. Maybe one day when I'm older and I have kids that are out of the house, maybe, 
but I'm, I don't think that's what I want to spend my money on. Cause it's also expensive. You got to pay for the makeup, the spray tans, the bikini, the shoes, all that stuff. Entering the competition hotel to stay there if you need to. So I'm just, I'm out on it. Uh, no convincing in the world could get me to do it. I think maybe unless you had to be big, you had to be like Christian Guzman to be like, I'll be your coach and I'll stick by your side for me to consider doing it. It's just not for me and that's okay. It's okay if it is for you and it's okay if it's not for you and it's not for me. And that's all I have to say on the subject, keeping it easy, light. That's mostly because I, I would love to go a little bit more in depth, but my throat actually feels like it's going to die. Today. But one last thing I wanted to bring up before I close out this segment, I got a question a few weeks ago and I didn't um, see it until this week. So I told the girl that I would talk about it. Um, let's see what it is. I got a question that says, you mentioned in one of your podcasts that you are religious. What religion are you? How do you make time for it in your busy routine? And does it help you with your overall look outlook on working out, nine to five, life, et cetera? P.S. Your podcast and gym fits get me through life. Oh my God, thank you so much. Um, I have no problem sharing what religion I am because it's not like a secret by any means. I am Roman Catholic. I've been Roman Catholic my whole entire life. I was baptized, went to CCD, um, my parents are pretty religious, so I grew up going to church every Sunday. I'm not going to lie. I have not really been going to church every week. Um, and the reason why, or really that often anymore, and it's, I think like sometimes my, my parents frown upon it and try and kind of make me feel guilty about it. And it's something that I've come to terms with that I don't need to feel guilty about. I do a lot. And I put a lot on my plate. I work my nine to five job. I personal train. I run all my social medias by myself. I do this podcast and constantly like I, I like working on my app, stuff like that. Um, that on a Sunday morning, if I'm not doing work, I really, really want to sleep. So I'm able to function throughout the rest of the week and stay healthy. Sleep is so important. I've talked to you guys about this. But that does not mean that I've given up on my religion or that I put religion on the back burner. And that's something that I've realized. Um, when we were younger and stuff, just speaking from my religion, um, and, and the person that asked this said she was the same, so I feel like this will help. We, we were always taught, you know, it's like, just be a good person, be a good human. Um, I remember when I was little, I was like, oh my God, like if I lie or if like I get in trouble, like I'm going to get coal in my stocking or I'm going to go to hell. I remember freaking out about it one day. And my dad was like, listen, you got to be a really bad person to go to hell. Like, and yeah, I was little when he was telling me this, but he was like, listen, if you believe in God, you're, you're basically going to go to heaven. Um, which eased my little tiny brain, but I make it a point to talk to God every night. And I know that's pretty unpopular for people, um, at least in my area, in my demographic, but I really don't see a shame in it. You know, I think I've been through a lot in my life and I don't think that going to church every Sunday 
would have prevented the things that have in my life. Going to church every Sunday wouldn't have prevented me getting cheated on. It wouldn't have prevented my parents getting a divorce. Um, it just, all, all the stuff that I've had to deal with, I don't think that that would have prevented it. I still have a relationship with God. I, ta- I pray every night for the people that I love and for things that I care about. Um, and so that's how I make time for it. I set that side, that time aside for myself. I probably should go to church more than I do, but at the same time, I think like, I've got a good head on my shoulders. I've got good morals. Like I don't really get in trouble. Um, And that's pretty important. I actually listened to this song called I Still Talk to Jesus by the band Laney. I love them. They're great. And the whole premise of this song is, yeah, I go to clubs. Yeah, I've lied to my mom. I've done drugs before. Like sometimes I wear the same shirt I wore to the club to church but I still talk to Jesus. I know that I need him and I still talk to him. Just because I do X, Y, and Z doesn't mean that I don't still talk to Jesus and have that relationship. And I really like that song because I don't think that religion needs to be so black and white. I don't think that you need to go to church to be a good Catholic. You know, as long as you have that relationship um, and you're acting on what it has taught you. I think that that's important. So that's kind of how it shapes my life. Um, That's how I fit it into my schedule and stuff. It's just, you know, it helps me feel protected. And I know religion is totally up to everybody. Some people don't believe in anything. My best friend is Jewish. She believes in something different, obviously. Um, But for me, I find comfort in knowing that there's something up there protecting me, if that makes sense. So that's kind of deep, deeper than I anticipated in going. But that's my little spiel on that. Go listen to the song I Still Talk to Jesus by Lainey. Love it. Great song. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. I'm going to kindly shut up for the rest of the day. So hopefully I have a voice at some point. That would be so lovely. I'm sorry for the shorter episode today, but we will be back next week with an interview and hopefully I will be able to talk and not sound disgusting. Thank you if you listen to this whole thing with me sounding like this. I appreciate it. Make sure you follow the podcast on YouTube, Lifts with Liz. I'm trying to do more stuff on YouTube, so your subscribe would mean a lot to me. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Confessions of a Gym Rat and then follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Lifts with Liz. Love you guys so much. Have a happy healthy week and wish my vocal cords some rest. <laughs>